0: Hey everyone, I'm Lexi Duda and you're listening to On a Water Break in Rhinestones, a podcast where I'm bringing you unique experiences from twirlers from all over. And today is definitely a special one. I have some great twirlers with me joining from colleges from across the country where they each feature twirlers at. So oh, let's introduce them. From Grand Valley State University, Amelia Adam. Hi, everyone. Golden girl from Purdue University, Emily Cowett. Hi. From University of Colorado Boulder, Leah Mayer. Hi. University of Maryland, Gabby Steed. Hi, everyone. Or- Orange girl from Syracuse University, Abby Vecchia. Hello, hello. Kansas State University, Bailey Walkie. And from University of California, Los Angeles. Ben Zietz. So thank you all for joining me today. So let's get straight into it. When did you guys start twirling? Let's go ahead and kick it off with Amelia. Hi everyone.
1: So I started twirling when I was five years old. Um, I'm actually from Pennsylvania and I traveled 10 hours to go to school in Michigan. And uh, in my area back home, I had a, uh, a group that was called Twirl Blazers. And I saw them at one of our like local hamburger festivals, because we're from Hamburg, Pennsylvania. And um, from the moment I saw them, I knew that I wanted to twirl, and I wanted to just go far with it.
0: So has anybody else kind of seen the way that you got started? Was it kind of like you saw them at an event or anything, or is it more like family-based? So who else has like, started from an event?
2: <laughs> I saw my team performing in a Christmas parade, um, and it was kind of a mix of both, because I saw them twirling, and I showed interest in it to my mom, and she actually twirled when she was younger. She didn't compete or anything, and she only twirled for a couple years. But when I said I was interested, she knew exactly who to put me in class with. Um, so I joined the Red Star Twirlers, and I still twirl with them today. And they're right next to my hometown, so it's very convenient.
0: That's what was. Somebody else chimed
3: in, too. And I, I started, I, when I was like two and a half, I saw twirlers at my cousin's dance recital, And I went home and got a spoon out of the kitchen drawer and was trying to twirl it as this little toddler. (laughs) So my mom (laughs) put me in classes. I'm from Des Moines, Iowa, so she put me in classes with a studio there. And then eventually I got to work with my private instructor that I still work with today. And it's off to the races
0: since. (laughs) Twirling with the spoons reminds me of like, I'm pretty sure every twirler in class growing up with like their pencils. When like they can't focus and you just start twirling it and tapping it and then people give you the eyes they're like what are you doing I'm like just don't just don't worry about it I'll still do that in class (laughs) (laughs) I feel like it never ends when you're thinking anything like that is like a stick you twirl yeah (laughs) all (laughs) the time (laughs) it's definitely a habit you can't break um (laughs) let's talk a little bit more like college twirling so let's go kind of one by one tell everybody what year you are and your major. So go ahead and let's start with, let's just go in order the way that we started this. Amelia, go ahead and kick it off again. So I'm a junior at Grand Valley
1: and um, I'm majoring in elementary education um, with a degree K through sixth with an emphasis
2: on English. Um, so yeah. Emily. Hi, I'm majoring in speech language and hearing sciences and I'm a junior and I'm also minoring in human development and family studies.
4: Leah. Hi, um, I'm a senior and I'm majoring in broadcast journalism with a minor in sports media. Uh,
5: Gabby. I'm a senior also and I'm majoring in kinesiology with a general business minor.
6: Abby. I'm a sophomore studying health and exercise science hoping to possibly go into
7: PT work.
3: Bailey. Hi, I'm a junior studying aerospace engineering with a physics
8: minor. And Ben. Ben.
7: Um, I'm gonna be a senior because we start school like in a week and a half but um, and my major is psychobiology
8: okay wait
0: I got a quick question for you so I know everybody else is like well into their football seasons and their semesters and everything so how does that work like band camp wise and everything because I think most people here probably had band camp within the first like couple weeks of August right I'm thinking that so when did your band camp happen was it still in August?
7: Well, band camp starts tomorrow. <laughs> um, <clears throat> we actually haven't started band camp yet, and then um, we have like a few preseason games. Uh-huh. So, like those are optional because like a lot of people haven't moved in and stuff. So, I went to one of them because I was like out of the country for a couple of them. But I went to one yesterday, and then we start band camp tomorrow, and then we start school next Thursday.
0: <laughs> That's crazy. Okay, wait. Then when do you guys get out? For like this semester. For the okay, do you guys have like two semesters, or is it how's it? Um,
7: we're on quarters, so like fall, winter, and spring.
0: Oh, okay, interesting, yeah. interesting. That definitely is a little bit different of a touring experience, like than the, I guess like mm-hmm. college, like traditional that you think about it. But that's really cool. That is really cool. Um, Okay, so a lot of you guys are smarty pants here, and you have very difficult majors that, like, what was the kind of deciding factor for some of you for some of your majors? So let's talk, Leah, go ahead what made you decide for journalism?
4: So I always knew I really liked public speaking. And I always tell people like, since I perform on the field, once I graduate, I want to report on the field Mm -hmm. and kind of like translate that. So I chose Colorado. Um, Like I looked at journalism, of course, and it's like by a big city, Denver and Boulder has so many opportunities with like sports and everything. And they have a great journalism program and they have a lot of opportunities of on air work through Denver, through Boulder, through um, just like all these different things. I ran the student broadcast last semester, which was really cool. There was 15 of us, super small, but we did all of it by ourselves. So when I was just looking at schools, I like met with the department and I just saw all the opportunities that was just kind of like laid out and it we can go into like TV production on air behind the scenes. Like they laid out everything and I've tried everything too. Mm-hmm. Like I knew I've been wanting to do on air, but they, we just had the opportunity to try everything. So I think Colorado really, really helped with like putting us in that pathway and like helping us lead us in that direction and everything. That's awesome. So also you're from not like down the street from Colorado.
0: You're from a little bit away too. There's like a handful yeah. of you that aren't from the even the state that you go to school in um so how did you guys decide to go because I feel like when you're making the college decision sometimes it can be really difficult to figure out kind of where you want to go um and especially putting distance in there with it how did some of you decide Abby let's go with you you're from Florida and you're all the way up in New York how did you make that decision definitely a different climate change um but beyond that how did you decide uh
6: so when i had the opportunity to go to college outside of florida i was like oh that'd be such a fun opportunity and i knew i really wanted to twirl so with the orange girl like i auditioned with it and when i got the spot it was just such a good opportunity that i just really wanted to go so the trolling position kind of played a huge factor into why i came here but i also love the campus it is absolutely beautiful I grew up in Florida, so I never really experienced seasons. So last year, like, seeing the snow, everyone was like, oh, Abby, look at the snow. But I was, like, having so much fun with it. It was still – it's still such, like, a little – Was that the first time you saw snow? uh, Yeah, I saw it when I was about, like, seven or eight. But besides that, never really experienced snow. Uh, I still love it. It's still such, like, a little novelty to me. (laughs) Having to wear the big winter coats and take them off in lectures, that's a little annoying. (laughs) But (laughs) – Besides that, getting to see the leaves change and the fact that I'm already wearing a sweatshirt and it is still September is not something that is usually Florida. (laughs) So it's a whole new experience. Like you walk outside in Florida and it is humid, it is hot here. It's nice and cool. It's like in the 60s. Yeah, definitely
0: the complete opposite. I know like I'm only I'm I'm still a few states down, but definitely different climate from Florida for sure. Aiden,
8: you're pretty far away too, right? Aren't you from Virginia? Yes. So,
0: how did you decide Um, Texas?
8: So, for me, it was entirely a school thing. I knew that obviously you can't major in twirling, and that's something that I want to stay involved in forever. But the number one advertising school in the world is at the University of Texas. So, I knew that's what I wanted to do. And I decided that if I get into the school, I'm going to throw my hat in and I'm going to audition. I'm just going to see what happens. But The night I got in was right after Christmas and my family lit up our Christmas tree orange and I decided on a dorm and I decided I was going without even hearing back from my initial audition, like my very first video. And it's a couple step audition process. So I knew I was going, but Austin, Texas is such a crazy growing city. We have Matthew McConaughey who literally drives students around campus. Like he just hangs out here. Jimmy (laughs) Fallon is here all the time. We just have cool little novelties around and it's there's just something new every day and I was about to say I had the opposite I was used to growing up with seasons and people here have never seen snow and like crazy stuff like that and this is the only week we've had in 150 days where it was not above 100 degrees every single day oh my so, goodness um, yeah. The, turf don't really 100- miss that. <laughs> the turf reaches 160 degrees so yesterday the turf is only 140 but the turf can reach 160 degrees which is crazy oh my gosh
0: I always felt like I feel like the hottest guy here was like probably not even 90 twirling on the turf and my feet were like burning and so I can't imagine <laughs> when it's like over 100 on the turf and you definitely can't feel your feet at all yeah, no. I so do you have to throw in that.
8: sneakers or do you wear jazz shoes? No, I melt through jazz shoes, but I actually put, this sounds ridiculous. <laughs> I put duct tape on the bottom of my jazz shoes and that way it doesn't <laughs> melt. And sometimes I put super glue too. And that's the only way it doesn't melt. But I go through jazz shoes like crazy. Like it's just a thing. Also, we, it, we have boots. Like there's boot brand deals with the cheer team and everything. So they give us like real cowboy boots. So I've had to twirl in those and they don't melt. So that's a perk <laughs> Can you like even move your foot in them? I can't point them, but <laughs> make it work.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's, I've definitely never thought about twirling in boots before like that. And that would definitely be a different experience. Can I imagine like trying to do a walkover and your foot doesn't like bend and you're just like, but it's, it's
8: very uniquely Texas. It's a cool experience <laughs>
0: yeah. though. You've been there for a couple of years. So I feel like you probably got it down pat by now. You took probably the I'm first year was so. a little bit learning, learning lessons. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's talk a little bit about what you guys kind of, what's your favorite part about your school? Let's do like two different ways, kind of your school as a whole and then like twirling experience wise. So Emily, let's start with you.
2: My favorite part about Purdue is that everyone here loves Purdue. And after you graduate, you're still so involved. Um, with Purdue and with Boilermaker Nation as well. It's so fun. Um, At every game, so many alumni come back. And um, from a twirling aspect, we do a pregame performance at Slater Hill. Um, And every game, the alumni come up and we sing our alma mater together. And every game, there's so many twirling alumni that come back and watch. Um, And I can't wait to be a part of that after I graduate from Purdue as well. But yeah, that's definitely one of my favorite parts about Purdue is that People here love Purdue. <laughs> uh,
0: Gabby, let's go to you. What's your favorite thing? Um,
5: I would definitely say like the same aspect of that. Maryland definitely has their Maryland pride, especially with our flag. Everybody outside of Maryland always says everybody from Maryland is obsessed with our flag, which we are. And then Very we're, accurate, rolling... we're <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> It's on everything.
5: <laughs> it just comes with being from the state. It happens. <laughs> And then at the end of our games, we also truck out of our stadium, and then we go up to the Performing Arts Building, and we all sing our alma mater together, just like Emily was saying, which I think is really cool. And then we just do our dismissal, which is a really fun aspect, and give our squad of the week, which is super fun tradition that Maryland band always does every game week. And they pick a special squad who showed – Um, like who did the best that week and they get a special flag and everybody gets to sign it.
0: Does anybody else have that kind of like squad of the week at their school?
5: Yeah, we do. We call it rank of the week though.
0: Do you have like a big sign, like a thing that everybody signs to or is it just like- They announce
2: it. They announce it at our pregame performance and then they have the whole rank go up and you introduce yourself, say where you're from and your major. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't think- I've never thought about, like, other schools having that
5: before until right now.
0: I was like, that's probably a common thing, not not too out of the sorts. Um, Leah, let's talk about your favorite things about Colorado. You had a crazy game last night. I was kind of following along on, like, the different Instagram stories.
4: I was like, that is a wild ride. It was the craziest thing. I, like, don't have a voice, barely. We were out, like... <laughs> It didn't end until 1am, double overtime with Colorado State, which, you know, CU, CSU, not very big (laughs) rivalries, but it was electric and we ended up winning, which was wonderful. But definitely one of my favorites, which translated a lot yesterday, was community and students like just have a love for CU so much, and they just bond so much over it. So it's such like a big support system. And then just one of my favorite traditions ever is we have a live buffalo Ralphie run at pregame and halftime. Oh, and awesome. so we had a sold out game yesterday. It was fifty or yeah, fifty three thousand. And when Ralphie ran at halftime and pregame, but especially halftime. Oh my gosh. It was just like the craziest thing. And for pregame, I'm on the, when Ralphie runs, I'm on the sidelines and just everyone erupts behind and it is just like, there's a live buffalo charging at you (laughs) with like all the handlers. It is amazing. So that's definitely one of my favorites.
8: Does anybody else have live animals on their field? We have, we have a giant longhorn steer whose horns reach about eight feet out and he also comes charging which is crazy yeah (laughs) I feel like you'd have to like
0: I'd be scared the first time I saw it I feel like because I would not know what to do I'd just kind of freeze but it would be like so cool in the end because you're like wow I'm like you know only a couple feet away from this like big animal that yeah no that would freak me out a little bit at first but it would be really cool really cool um I don't think i turtle for me would do too well in the field but it's okay it's okay we'll we'll keep that little guy probably in the pond or something but (laughs) um, (laughs) okay any other awesome experiences that you guys have talked want to talk about
6: i would love to go yeah go ahead abby yeah. Uh, one of my favorite traditions that we get to do is uh, if Syracuse wins, the marching band, we like march down. We kind of just walk down to a local pizza place and we storm the whole thing. Like there are people just eating pizza, you know, they're having their dinner and we come in, we take over the place, we stand on the tables and we play a couple tunes. Like we just have a good time. We dance around, you know, it's a little place and I'm not staying on the table so I have time with my baton. I'm just like doing little like finger twirls, basic stuff, but it's just such a good time and then we it by playing our fight song and the whole pizza place is lined with all the school banners um, across the country so then we flip the banner of the team we beat and then we get free pizza and oh, we go outside cool. and we celebrate yeah. some more yeah So it's just such a fun time. And the first time, because I was a freshman last year, the first time it happened, I had no idea what was going on. And someone was like, oh my God, Abby, you have to get on the table. You have to get on the table. And then you just like go up and you're like, hi, excuse me. Can we stand on this table (laughs) and dance around for another like five minutes? Uh, But the locals kind of know that happens. And it's such a fun time. Is that one of those um, like traditions? Because you know how sometimes there's little traditions that like, the freshmen
0: don't know about before it goes into it like they're you're not allowed to speak of it like you just kind of like let them figure it out in the moment and so then as a freshman you're like what is happening like what do I do
6: yeah definitely it was not talked about they were like just follow me
0: (laughs) that's awesome (laughs) Bailey what is a cool experience that you've had so one thing that
3: Kansas State does it's kind of similar to what Abby was just saying is every Friday before home game day we do Mm -hmm. Uh, they're called Pub Crawls, and there's three of them. And we go through, like, basically, like, the downtown bar and, they're, like, bar scene. And there's, like, there's like two different bar scenes, and then there's one that kind of bounces around. And we go in, and we play, like, to each bar, and we play for the everyone in there. And it's, like, a little mini pep band. And we play, like, Fight Song. We play Wabash, which is another tradition we have. Um, and the community loves it. They all go crazy for it. And they – yeah, it's, like – one of my favorite things and it's it always gets me so hyped up for game day the only thing is is that at k-state we do really early game day rehearsals like for 11 a.m we'd have like a 6 a.m rehearsal so that's like a 3 a.m wake up for me so on sometimes on friday nights like we get home at like 11 p.m from pub crawls and then have to like get up at three the next day so it's like sometimes a lot that's a but that's what what, one of my favorite traditions is pub crawls those are super fun
0: that's one thing too, like getting up early that I feel like people that aren't trailers don't necessarily understand that like, say it's a noon game day, most times you'll what, have practice at like, call time probably at six, 630 in the morning. And then like, you're probably up by like three or four at the latest trying to get everything together. Because I know I think a lot of people try to get all like their hair and makeup and everything done before you get to the game to practice and everything. Because it's one less step, especially like, depending on the game day, it could be a really fast turnaround to like your next performance after practice and everything like that. Um, So that's one thing that I think is like really interesting about, you know, maybe other sections for game day don't necessarily have to get up as early and (laughs) and they get a little bit more rest. Um, But I think that's one thing that's kind of cool about twirlers. We all know how to, I think, power through a little bit, especially because there's all these performances, either late night, the time, the game before, or, like, game days are really long. Um, I know that, like, Maryland has this thing called, like, fifth quarter. Um, does anybody else, like, after kind of, like, a post-game performance, like, on the field kind of play with that? Yeah. Ben, what's your guys' like?
7: Um, We do a – we also do a post-game every single game, no matter what. Um, so, at the end of the game, we will all get on the field, and then we'll do, um, like – four or five songs and then usually it's just like the band parents by then or like the band fans but um, it's always fun to get to perform again although like we're really tired by the end of the game but um, yeah that's always special
0: yeah I always feel like the end of it it's like okay we can do it but then it's the best I feel like a lot of band alumni comes back uh, and sticks around for the fifth quarter so I feel like that's always fun to like see them because you don't always get to catch them on game days and everything like that. Um okay, let's talk a little bit about how you guys went through your tryout process. So every school is completely different. I I think pretty much every school is different on how they do it, even from the first step with having to submit videos um and everything like that and it's a whole process. Um so let's dive into Aiden tell us a little bit more about yours. I know that you said that your stuff was already submitted by the time that like you found out and accepted the school and everything. Um, but like, how did yours work out?
8: Absolutely. So some things that like something that I always tell non twirlers is something that's special about twirlers is that we do not, we have to get into schools academically, specifically with Texas, we have no alternate program of a community college bridging in so you have to be a fully accepted student to be able to go to the final audition. So my audition process looked a lot like any other high school student taking the SATs, doing all those applications at the same time that I was filming audition videos. So I was on my high school field and this was in COVID. So it got a little, had to get a little creative. With like faking crowds and putting in crowd noises for my freshman year, and like we didn't have football games. I never went back to high school after my junior year because my area was on such high lockdown. But submitting an initial audition video, essay, three letters of recommendation, resume, a couple other just general pieces of information completely separate from my school application. And UT has two separate applications, one where you apply to the school, just as a general university, and the second where you have a completely different process to get into your major. So there's a possibility that you can be an accepted student, which many people are, but you do not get into your major, and you have to essentially wait to get into your major. So I was able to get into both, but I didn't know that at the time. So I submitted three applications, one For the twirling position, one to the university and one to the advertising school at the University of Texas. So I ended up hearing back about getting into the advertising program and by default getting into the school. And I still hadn't heard back on my first round. And I told them that I got in. And then the same week, I got told I made it to the second round. So the second round is a live audition. So you have three songs and you're given. Expect This is my experience. I don't know if this will change. But the first one is a full halftime show. And they give you free reign to do one, two, three, four glow batons, fire batons, whatever you want to do. So that's up to you. And then they challenge you to do a fight song with one baton only. And that's Texas Fight. And then there was kind of more of a surprise song that came a little last minute and something that me and Bailey I guess have in common is Wabash Cannonball is also a tradition that UT picked up I don't know if we were first it very well could be K-State but so that's another <laughs> we one we Wabash, Wabash s- as well <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> it, and they play, will, literally slow. They play really school, slow
2: our school Whoa. is on the Wabash River so I don't know how that ties in but <laughs> we do Wabash
1: too but I, we definitely stole it from somebody <laughs>
3: Wait, you guys play it too? that's so crazy
1: that? oh my did god you, did you
3: say you played Wabash as well yes yeah oh my gosh
1: wow so we definitely stole it because we stole Let's Go Blue from Michigan
8: too wow. <laughs> oh my gosh
0: that's yeah hilarious. but
8: anyway so we just kind of there's a little bit more of an improv-y tradition with Wabash because that's again one that we'll have a donor tailgate or Matthew McConaughey will look at the band and he will be like, go play something. Like I want to hear, I want to hear something. And that's when Wabash gets the crowd going and you kind of have to make something up on the spot. So that's kind of a UT tradition to kind of test improv and kind of that on spot ability. And then from there, there was a panel interview with athletic staff, band directors, and our dance and choreographers and flagline people. Mm-hmm. And it was a lot about branding, a lot about the university. The hook'em horn symbol is something that lots of people might not know about Texas. They might think it's super like super yeehaw, but everyone knows <laughs> this if you do this. And the burnt orange is something that no other D1 school has. So they're very specific on branding and all of those guidelines and kind of the history there. So it's a very interview-focused audition process. Did you guys find out like that day, or is it later on that you find out? I found out two weeks after my final auditions and panel interview. Okay, cool. But I was also entirely over Zoom. So I don't know if that would differ if I had tried out in the stadium like other twirlers.
0: Yeah, because... COVID definitely changed the way that like tryout processes worked and everything like that. Amelia, how does your tryout process, do you try out every year? Cause um, you're, you both are feature twirlers and you've been at your school for a couple of years now. Is your process, was it similar at all or how did yours work? Because you were during COVID as well, right?
1: Um, I was the year like after COVID, but it was still like COVID time. Um, It was 2021. Um, But my process is a little bit like shorter. Um, We don't have like as many requirements as a lot of the other schools that I applied to. Um, So it was kind of more like very simple and direct, um, but we have to um, apply to Grand Valley first and we have to make sure that we can get in before we apply to the program. So we're kind of like later, we don't have to um, apply for the school until like February, March. Okay. And then after you applied and you get into the school, you be sent in just an audition video and it can be like however length, because I know some schools like have like the two two and a half minutes or like the five minutes or like the ten mm-hmm. minute video. So ours is pretty much just put out your best foot forward mm-hmm. um and show us what you got. And so for me, um with I was sorta of COVID and with me being ten hours away, it was hard like hard to get with school and travel to Michigan for different aspects of it. But um mm-hmm. after you send in your online video, they'll call, they will, um, if they want to accept anybody that year, they will give you a call back. And normally if it's not COVID related, or if you're like closer, um, they'll have you come in for a live audition. Mine was over Zoom and I actually had COVID during my audition, but oh, my goodness. gym that I go to, it's like an old high school gym at home. So I, nobody was there. So they allowed me to use it. So I was like on my deathbed during my audition. Oh, my gosh. So at the live audition, we had to do two routines. One was like just an improv routine, and the other one was like a one, two, and three baton routine. And on the court, it's the past, future twirlers and the directors. And what I really felt that drew me to Grand Valley was that At the audition, my band director messaged me the next day and called me on the spot and was like, you have this position. Um, And then he was asking me um, how long I would need to accept it. And at that point in time, like I had more auditions coming up. I wasn't exactly sure where I stood with different things. And he gave me the option. He was like, well, you have like two weeks. When's the last audition you have? Um, He wanted me to get all the opportunities that I could have wanted and pursue anything that I wanted to. And I actually toured Grand Valley back during COVID, so in 2020, and I met the band director and he gave me his phone number and he actually marched at the University of Tennessee. And he basically said that if I had any questions regarding anything to just call him, even if it wasn't about Grand Valley, that he Mm -hmm. had some resources that he could have helped me get anywhere that I wanted to go. And I think he was like the main reason that like, drew me to Grand Valley because that like connection and that family and that commitment to wanting to see me succeed no matter Mm -hmm. if I went to Grand Valley or not um, was just like that family connection that I really wanted leaving my hometown and going so far away. I like really wanted that like homey feeling and he like brought that. And then as soon as I got here, it was that homey feeling. That's awesome.
0: Emily, your process is probably a little bit different because you all have, it's a little bit different the way that Purdue's lined up. You have a couple of teacher trailers with different name positions and then a line. So how does that work out?
2: Yeah. So we do kind of similar to what everyone else does. We submit a resume and a cover letter. And then I think it's a five minute long video that we submit. And that's kind of our first round. Um, and then we get an email back saying whether we got a feature audition or a team audition. Um, so that's kind of how we're split up. And then we come to audition in person, all of us together. We do a, everyone, no matter if you're, uh, having a feature audition or a team audition, everyone does a group routine. You learn it and then you perform it. Um, we run through tricks and we do some like technique things And then we do, um, we all go home and they give us an order to come back in. Um, So say we go home at noon, they say, come back at three. And we come back at three and you do, if you're trying out for a feature position, you do a full like college halftime solo type routine. Um, And then everyone does a downfield performance, an improv and an interview on the spot too. So you do all those three routines back to back in an interview so you're like completely winded and then you have to do an interview right after that. So oh, when wow. it comes time to perform for audition season, we know like in the back of our mind that we have to practice doing our halftime solo, downfield, improv, all back to
0: back and then our interview. I feel like that'd so be easy to get through is, halftime then. Once you get through that, you're like, I can do halftime. Yeah. I, yeah, I can do kind like of three, is. four songs.
8: Yeah,
2: yes. So I wasn't really expecting that coming in my freshman year. I didn't know it was going to be set up like that. And I was auditioning, like, oh, okay. And they were like, take your time. And I was like, no, I'm good. I'm good. I <laughs> am <I'm> like, dying. <laughs> like, I'm powering Stop
0: through, powering through.
6: <laughs> through. <laughs> hey, everyone. It's Ashley from Honor Water Break. And while you're getting to know some amazing twirlers with our host, Lexi Duda, there's a whole other show happening each week with tons of hosts from all over the marching arts
2: activities,
0: which includes winds, percussion, color guard, and twirling. So join me
6: and all my friends to talk about all the things you and your friends are talking about on a water break. Now back to Lexi.
0: Ben, I'm curious about yours because we've already talked about how your school year is set up like a little bit different. So when does your tryout process happen? Because I know I feel like a lot of tryout processes usually happen kind of like the end of the year and then maybe into the spring. Um, So how does yours work?
7: Um, So for our tryout process, you also have to get into UCLA first before um, getting to tryout. Not a lot of people try out each year just because of that. Um, And twirling is also not as big in California. So um, because of that, it's not, it's just not, there's not as many options for toilers at UCLA. Um, But then, so we were going through like a staffing change in the past few years. So it was kind of like complicated as to when tryouts were. So we actually had tryouts this, when I got the position, like they had us, um, Trial in May, so that was after like people usually commit to their schools because um, mm-hmm. May first is like commitment day for college. So um, everyone who wanted to go to UCLA and wanted to twirl already had to commit to the school without knowing if they were going to get to twirl or not. Um, so that kind of just goes to show like um, like they really wanted you to be in for the school and not mm-hmm. just for twirling. Um, and then our tryout process is like, um, it's just a video and that, so it's pretty chill. It's also really direct. You just submit a video to the band director. There is no advisor for twirling at UCLA. Um, everything is kind of just passed down from the previous twirler. So, um, like there's no one really to tell you what to do, what tricks you have to do. Um, it's just, if the band director thinks that you're a good fit and that you can twirl like. That's kind of just the requirements. How does that work like
0: game day some? Because like, you know how a lot of times they're game day. Sometimes you need a lot of things that you don't expect that you need between like water, snacks, like stuff like that. How does that work um, on game day? Is there like a a band staff that'll help you guys like say setting batons and everything like that?
7: Yeah. So um, like some of the TAs for the band will like hold our extra batons for the parade. They'll set our batons on the field. Like they even know like, okay, big end this way. Like they really (laughs) know what um, is required, I guess, for twirling. We're just really specific with what we need. Um, They hold our waters for us. Um, The dance team sometimes will the coach will like ask us what we need. But a lot of it is really, we're really independent. Like at Bandcamp too, we're pretty much on our own. Like we'll literally sometimes we'll just go to the gym because, um, I mean.
0: Well, it's hot in California, so it I feel like it'd be kind of nice yeah. to get out of that. <laughs> um,
7: <laughs> um, it's pretty independent. But we do also for our um, trial process, we do have an interview too. Um, it's really chill. It was like 15 minutes with the band director. But overall, I guess the UCLA toiling position is just super um, it's just whatever you make of it. So, yeah.
0: cause we That's don't have an advisor cool. or
7: anything. So, um, but it's really great cause you kind of get to know the other twirlers really well. Um, so I think it's a pretty unique college twirling experience.
1: That's how it is at Grand Valley. Cause we only have, I'm the only twirler. So it's very like, you have to make what you want out of it. Um, so I added a lot that wasn't here beforehand. Um, so like we didn't twirl fire in the last probably like 10 years and I brought it back Um, and because you're the only person you have to make connections in other sections just to be able to feel a part of it. Cause if not, then you're just kind of there um and everybody in the marching band absolutely adores the twirler so like they are willing to like bring you in just for like snack or whatever you need I feel like that's Um, probably
0: across the board I feel like the band people are always the nicest like stepping in for the like first time they're like oh my gosh hi like I'm so and so like what's your name basically being like a let's be friends and you're like okay uh, yes let's be friends like this will make and like anybody's willing to help you
1: So it's like you have connections pretty much anywhere you go.
0: Does everybody twirl fire at their school?
7: No, the Roseville doesn't let us do fire.
6: I was just going to say, well, for the fire, I sadly am not allowed to in the dome. So I really want to, but I can't because we have the enclosed dome, which is very nice for when it starts to get colder. Uh, but I'm so similar to Amelia being the only one. And obviously I came in as a freshman with the, as the only one, the last orange girl graduated. And I also grew up on a team. So my whole life since I was four years old, I grew up on a competitive team. I had all those girls with me. And that was something that almost like stopped me from coming here being like, oh, I'm the only one. Like that's really intimidating. And band camp, you are so alone. You're just off to the side. And after a couple of days, like some band kids would be like, I'm so sorry to interrupt because I'd be like, no, come interrupt. Like, I'm I'm really not doing anything important right now. (laughs) Um, And then slowly, like, I just started to make friends in the band because I'm the only twirler. One of my like favorite joking things to say is that I'm a part of every section in the band and no section at all because I just love to go bounce around. Uh, This year, the sousaphones, the tubas, they made me like an honorary tuba and include (laughs) me in some of their fun traditions. So the band is definitely such a welcoming environment and helped me kind of have that family sense that I was missing from my team growing up Mm -hmm. uh, and helped Syracuse feel like home. Yeah, I'm on a piccolo. (laughs) (laughs)
1: One
6: of my best friends is a piccolo. was a a drum major.
1: For me, for band camp, I always, because like I really don't have to do anything the first couple of days because it's just marching and fundamentals. So So I literally during sectionals walk around to every section just to meet people because if not, (laughs) I just sit there. So that's what I did
6: this year as well. I just started walking around, and then during lunch and snack breaks, I would sit with a different section. I meet all the rookies.
3: And they absolutely love it. They love mm-hmm. it.
6: Yeah. They're, They're like, like, oh, are right, different.
3: I was going to say, I had kind of like the opposite experience from Abby, where I was like a individual twirler growing up. I wasn't on a team. And then I went to a school where I originally, my, my freshman year, we had five, and now we have three. And so it was, and then I was the only twirler at my high school as well. So it was like a transition, not in a bad way, but just learning how to work with other twirlers. And it was really nice, actually. I much prefer it this way to like have people who relate with you and like have, you know, like understand the twirling pains, I guess. And um, they're Kaylee and Lauren are two of my greatest friends. Now we've been, it's the same group as last year. And we really work really well together when we choreograph and then also just supporting each other throughout when it, cause some, sometimes and we all know it gets really tough during game days. It's like, you know, nine, 10 minute shows. And we, we just support each other through the
0: week. Um, and
3: so I really enjoyed. The from the beginning, you know
0: I mean? like, so you said there was five twirlers. So how mm-hmm. does that work when it comes to like twirling on the field and stuff? Because um, like, do you guys, you're all feature twirlers, right? Like you're not aligned. So you're all twirlers, like you twirl individually or do you like a yeah. group?
3: So, um, K-State has, we have like titles. So I'm the feature twirler. Um, there's a wildcat twirler. And then my freshman year, there were three K-State twirlers, but now there's just one. Um, and we usually do the way the marching band works. We have three auxiliary groups. We have the color guard, the classic cat dance team, and then the twirlers. And there's typically three or four songs in a marching band show. So they'll feature each um, auxiliary group specifically in one of the songs um, and so during our feature, we do a group routine, and then also part of pregame, like our down the field is together. But I would say it's about like seventy five percent individual, twenty five percent together. So it's a okay. really nice balance because we have a lot of fun choreographing stuff together. We just did a, a Marvel show, and so we had like oh, superhero. That was yeah, that would
0: be really cool.
3: I like rolled over Lauren's back is awesome. So I I really <laughs> enjoy having that <laughs> that balance. But yeah, so it's like. My especially my freshman year, it was like it was it was kind of hard to get like five together. It was like it's it was kind of an awkward number, but the three is working out really nicely. So I've I've been enjoying it.
0: That's good, Gabby. How's it work for you guys for twirling? Because there's three of you, so like twirling together first individually.
5: We have a good split too. three. I would say, like Bailey said, is a good number to have because you can like still work your way through the band. You don't have to be on the outside like for halftime. For pregame, we do a couple sections together and then individual stuff. And then our halftime, we'll normally meet up if there's like a big open space in the front or the back. We'll have, we'll make up a group section and then the rest will be all individual. And we'll just all like rotate around the field.
0: Leah, you also twirl with another person. So how does it work for you? Do you guys twirl together a lot, separate? How does that work out?
4: Yeah, so there's just two of us and the only thing we do together is our fight sequence because CU actually has three fight songs and so we do them like in a sequence or we can play them individually, but for those three songs, we have a routine together and so that's when we do our run on for pregame, we like run on and then come together And we'll do that section and we'll do like a little exchange, you know, but that's only a couple eight counts. And then we go into down the field completely individual. We do one other exchange um, after like the Star Spangled Banner and then halftime 100 percent individual. So it's and we're on. I mean, depending on the band formation, we're usually symmetrical. But like Mm -hmm. if the band formation is not symmetrical you know, we're not yeah. symmetrical, but <laughs> usually like I'll be on a 30, she'll be on a 30. Um And then we, we do each halftime show twice. So we'll perform to one side of the stadium for one game. And then we'll just take that and switch. So we don't have to like, switch formations or anything because like, mm-hmm. I'll be performing to the East side um one game and then we switch mm-hmm. and then that's the West side, the next game. Okay, So sense. it's really nice that we don't have to like, switch sides or anything Mm -hmm. and then for like the next show we'll start on opposite sides and like do that so it works out really really nicely with the two of us especially because it's like not one person's in the middle we don't have to like switch around in any way it's just like symmetrical and then we do our fight sequence for pre and like the night we do a stampede the night before home games which include a lot of the fight sequence and stuff like that which Mm -hmm. we choreographed together which was cute because we don't do any like choreography together so we yes. did have fun with that and she's mbta like only mbta i'm only usta so bringing those in like, together, together. Know, like all the <laughs> things in was really really interesting and like our mm-hmm. vocabulary baton was really really <laughs> funny very different and so we did that a lot with fight sequence but otherwise it's completely individual that's very cool okay yeah. so
0: now let's move on to like When you guys are talking to people that are interested in twirling in college and everything like that, what is your best advice? Abby, let's start with you.
6: Uh, I would definitely say to reach out to the current twirlers at all the schools. Instagram is such a great way. I know I reached out to so many people. I also emailed, I think, all of the band directors at schools I was interested in, and they all pretty much got back to me. So I would definitely say just, like, talk around. And if you have, like, when I was growing up on my team, like there were a bunch of girls that went off to different colleges. So I would talk to them about their experience. So just reach out as much as possible.
8: Aiden, what about you? I would definitely say to treat yourself like a fan first. So I kind of went based on my heart and I was like, where where do I have the most fun when I go to games? Where do I feel that the environment's electric and what fits my personality so I did a lot of soul searching to kind of find what feels like it's going to fit cuz you twirl best when you're happiest, when you're your most confident, and if you're in a space that you love. So if being on the competition floor is your happy place, you're going to do great there. So I in all of my college touring, I knew that I wanted my criteria was like a huge football school in the south and I don't do well with the cold. So that narrowed down my search And Texas just seemed like the perfect fit. And I just completely attended as a fan one game. And then I also went a second time with Caroline Carruthers, who's a former Miss Texas and a former Longhorn feature twirler. And I was able to shadow her for a day, but treating myself like a fan first and just talking to students and seeing what the energy in the student section is like as a high schooler was really the deciding factor for me. And I just knew that if students could be so passionate about a school, I couldn't even imagine the pride I would feel stepping onto the 50-yard line every single game. Yeah. So I just entirely picked based off the energy and literally, I just vibe check. Like, I just vibe yeah. checked the school <laughs> so hard. And I was like, this works. Like, this is it. You're going to be there
0: for four years. So you definitely want vibes to match for sure. <laughs> Emily,
1: so did, if somebody...
0: Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Sorry. And it's so funny that you said like you had standards because I had like pretty much the same standards. Like I wanted to go south, I wanted to go somewhere warm. Like I was getting out of the cold. And now I'm in a place colder
0: than
3: where I started.
0: <laughs> now you troll in the snow some, I feel like, right? Yeah, we get the we get the lake effect, So we get lots
1: of snow.
6: If I didn't have the dome, I probably wouldn't have come so far north, but we have the dome, which is very nice. Uh, the one time that is really cold is we do a quad show beforehand, which is like 30 minutes long. First time I had to do that, I was very tired, um, <laughs> but that's like the one time where it's cold and I wear a jacket, but then once we get inside the dome, it's pretty okay.
1: I it's wear layers shirt. upon layers
0: of
6: I like- How like tights do you wear? That's a real question.
1: So, so on <laughs> a really cold day, I have a pair of leggings on, one of like the thermal shirts on. On top, I have a full bodysuit, like a nude full bodysuit that's like all the way down to my arms and all the way down to my ankles. And I wear two of those. And then I wear like three pairs of tights. And then I have a, like a nude, like just a nude material, uh, lace, um, that like you wear for like strut costumes, Mm -hmm. like that bodysuit for my arm. So it looks like a costume. And then I put my costume on over top and that's what I wear for like, Pre-game and halftime and then when like we're in the stands i have like a sweatshirt on and sweatpants on and then a heavy jacket that's a lot of layers and a lot of hand warmers
5: (laughs) yeah i thought two (laughs) pairs of tights are a lot of layers
0: (laughs) nope nope you never feel so wide than twirling in michigan ever (laughs) do you do the the hand not the hand warmer but the back warmer and like stick it inside your costume like in your back. I have. <laughs> I actually have no idea what that is. Which oh, I'm going okay. on Amazon after this it's, to look this up. There's these there's like wonders. it sticks. Yeah, it sticks to you. So it's like if you, I feel if, like if it's, you
3: get your good. lower back warm, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's That's like so probably cool. like this I have people line. in the
1: band just throwing like hand warmers at me because they're like, "Are you okay?" I was like, "I'm
6: fine." <laughs> hand warmers are a lifesaver.
0: <laughs> I feel like I used to use them, and then. I would be like, hey, like right before step off for pregame, I'd like look at somebody in the van and be like, can you hold my hand warmer for pregame and I'll get it afterwards? And they're like, yeah, I had sure. the drumline coordinator hold all of my clothes. I was like, you are.
1: <laughs> but I'm fortunate. I've only had a twirl. I've only had one game in like the two and a half years that I've been here that it snowed. And that was for um, a championship game and it, I didn't twirl. Like I just stood there.
0: So I feel so like it's really hard to twirl in the snow. I would not want to experience that, but they could barely um, play football. So
4: <laughs> okay, I feel like that's. Fair. Had, I feel like nobody can. They feel had their tractors body that like
1: plowing
0: the field as they were playing. It was <laughs> it was so funny. That's a different sight. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Emily, if somebody were going to try out at Purdue, what would be your best advice for them?
2: I would say to definitely come tour the school, and it works out perfectly. I toured the school when I came to try out. Um, and as soon as I came here, I knew that it was the perfect fit for me, but definitely look into your major, um, talk to the current twirlers. I know I reached out to, um, Amanda Coy, who was the golden girl at the time when I was a senior in high school, she answered all the questions I had. She also connected me with the twirling advisor that we have here as well. Um, so definitely reach out to the current twirlers. It doesn't hurt and look at the academics and come toward the campus for sure.
4: What about you, Leah? Um, I would, my biggest advice is kind of the same of touring the campus because my very first time visiting the state of Colorado was I went to a CU game and it was an absolute blizzard, like full, not just like a snow game, like full blown blizzard. And I'm coming from Sacramento, California, which is like, you know, 110 all summer. <laughs> Complete and opposite. It, was November, so it was probably like 60 and I was complaining that it was cold back home. And then I'm coming to a a blizzard, my snow boot ended up, which I didn't even own snow boots. It was like random boots we found ended up falling apart mid game because did not have anything. I didn't have a puffy coat or like six sweatshirts, like so beyond underprepared. And I still like, even though everyone was like, we're so sorry. You're like coming to this for the first time, but you have to like see this extreme weather. If this is like an option for you, especially coming from a place that doesn't snow and <laughs> I don't, I don't know what it was, but I was like, oh, I want to do this. Like, sure, you, you were like, out in the field. like, I was watching the twirler at the time, and I was like, she's like miserable, you know, like absolutely freezing, you can barely catch the baton, and I'm like, okay, that sounds great. Like, I want to do that. <laughs> to this day, I don't know what, like, it worked out. I don't know what I was thinking, and I've trolled in the snow now too, and I've done the a million layers of tights and stuff. But like visit your school because I visit there was like another school I had where I was like, I'm going to that school. I visited and instantly like was like, This is not for me, like all of that. So visiting and talking to everyone, like the band directors, especially because I didn't realize how much time you'd be spending with those band directors and just the (laughs) band as a whole and just all that. So like following their traditions and wanting to be a part of that is just such a big deal. And I mean, I'm really into sports, so that was like also a big deal to me of like good football team. Which ironically, we haven't had the past couple of years. We were one and eleven last year, so now we're three and out, three and out, which is awesome. I was going to say you're holding Nathan. on this
0: year pretty well, like yeah,
4: we're, you know, this year's a whole <laughs> different one. But definitely visiting and like everyone said, taking advice from every single twirler in every single school because even if you don't like or love something at a different school, making sure that translates or doesn't translate to the school you pick. Such a big deal.
0: Gabby, what about you? For like high schoolers right now, if they're even interested about twirling in college, what do you think they should look for? Kind of advice for that.
5: I was gonna say also visiting the school, but along with that, a lot of colleges now are offering high school band-aid or just even a band-aid in general so younger kids are able to come. And I think that's a great experience for everybody who's looking to twirl in college to be able to experience because you learn the different school's game day traditions you just learn about the school and then along with that you're able to see campus see the full game day experience
0: and a lot of times I feel like with those two like you can even reach out to the trailers, wrap it all into one so then like seeing like a band practice wouldn't be like a bad idea either just because I mean like Leah said you're gonna be (laughs) spending a lot of time with the band the band director everything like that so anything that you could probably see before you step foot there, like for the first time would be awesome. Um, uh, Amelia, what about you? So
1: for me, my audition process was a lot different than many others. Cause I had my standards set and then I chose the complete opposite of my standards. <laughs> um, but for me, like my biggest thing that my mom always told me was that you'll end up where you're supposed to be, like, no matter what, that like, everything works out for it. Um, So I pretty much was like, I just had to stay organized with everything because I was so chaotic about it. So just being able to um, take it all in and just understand that if you stay on top of things and you get in what you want to do, figure out where you want to go, visit the schools, get in contact, learn about pretty much everything all at once, and you'll figure out where you're supposed to be in the end of it. But just realizing that it's supposed to be an adventure and it's supposed to be an opportunity for you. So just like going with it and appreciating it that you have this opportunity and
5: just knowing that you'll end up where you're supposed to be. Yeah, that's awesome. Sorry. Because I also thought I wanted to go to the South and stay somewhere warm and far away from school. Just make sure you keep your options open because you really never know where you're going to end up. I always mm-hmm. told myself that I wasn't going to go to Maryland because I thought I wanted to be farther away from home. But in the end, it was the perfect spot for me, and yeah. I really, really can't see myself anywhere else. Yeah. Like, I didn't apply to a school in Pennsylvania at all. Like, I knew <laughs> I was going at
0: least two hours away. <laughs> yeah.
5: But,
1: I, yeah, it was not supposed to be north. It was yeah. not supposed to be this far.
2: <laughs> yeah. I always like to say – sorry – I always like to say too, like, I can't I'm 15 hours from home right now. And I consider myself a homebody. Um, I like to say it's only four years of your life, like to be away from home. So like, take that step and do it. And I don't regret it at all. I love being far from home now. (laughs) It's only four years and it'll be like the best experience of your life.
6: Something like someone else was saying earlier, truly just enjoy the ride. Have fun. Do as much as you can. Definitely like touring the campuses and everything is super nice. And I also only applied to like one school in Florida and I really wanted to go away uh, to try something new, but just have fun and do as much as you can.
0: Yeah, I think that's in the end most important.
3: I I didn't even know what Kansas State University was, like going <laughs> into my senior year. <laughs> Which is so bad. Like I and now I'm like the biggest like K-State ad. Like whenever I go home to Des Moines, I'm like <laughs> to everyone that goes to like Iowa and Iowa State, I'm like Kansas State is where it's at, guys. I love it so much. <laughs> but um my biggest thing for me is I obviously I, I was a like, class of 21, so it was like during COVID kind of. So like school visits were hard to do. Um, and so I did a lot of zooms with different band directors throughout November and December. And the one, one, the one guy that really stuck out to me was Dr. Trace at Kansas State. Um, and then I had the opportunity to meet him in person and he was just the type of person that I wanted to be around. He's like really encourages like growth and like is really demanding of his band. And I, one of my biggest fears as just as a person is being stagnant and not improving, like consistently in any aspect of my life. So I really wanted to go somewhere where I would be challenged, Um, not necessarily by the other twirlers, but just like as a person, as a leader. And that is 100% what Kansas State was. And just like, it was also the campus. I just, I never felt like I could, or I never thought that I could feel at home somewhere, you know, just like, I thought it was cliche, but I 100% felt that. (laughs) Kansas State and now I just every day I'm so thankful that I chose this school. It's the absolute best. So I yeah, I made the choice.
0: Definitely living in the moment is like the best for your four years of college. I know it's also cliche to say everybody says it flies by, but like it really does. Fly by really does. Like in a heartbeat, all of a sudden it's like you're halfway through college and you're like, oh my goodness, I only have two more years of like performing at all of these different events. Um, enjoying like my major really learning all that I can and stuff like that so definitely for everybody listening out there if you're interested in college these are great people to reach out to for resources if you need to I'm sure that they will answer like right away um, and just be patient with the process everything in the end will definitely work out the way it should um, okay I want to say thank you to all of you for joining me today thank you so much today it was great um so for everybody listening thanks for listening for this week's episode of on a water break in rhinestones i'm lexi duda and my guests amelia emily leah aiden gabby abby bailey and ben make sure you go follow on a water break on all social media platforms and that is all for this week's episode so until next time bye everyone bye. Bye. Bye.